So in this episode, I'm going to talk about seven ways to achieve a promotion at work. And what I'm going to be talking about is based on a Forbes article that just came out, but it doesn't matter. I mean, if you're reading this or watching this three years from now, it'll still be just as important or just as relevant as it is right now. Okay, stay tuned. In a world of incompetent bosses, micromanagers, and petty tyrants, one management professor claims that he can help you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow. You are listening to The Leadersmith. Now, here is your host, Darren Gertis. Okay, so I'm looking at an article in Forbes magazine. It's seven ways to achieve a promotion sooner rather than later by Roberta Matheson. Um, and again, this is just perennial great advice for achieving a promotion. So a lot of people want to get a promotion and they don't know exactly how to get the promotion. Okay, so you think you deserve a, a promotion. Uh, what do you do? So there are seven pieces of advice. The first is to think big. And uh, don't just think about it. Think about what specifically you actually want to, uh, what kind of promotion or job you want to get. What do you want to end up with at the end of your career? Uh, is it the division president? Is it the uh, president of the company? Is it even the same company? You think about where you want to go and then you work backwards from there. So if your goal is to uh, become the president of the division of a major company that's different than if your goal is to strike out as an entrepreneur or something else okay so think about what it is work backwards and then try to you know give yourself some goalposts along the way what type of experience will you need along the way and you have to think in terms of what jobs should i have along the way in order to position myself for that it's probably going to require some pnl responsibility that um, profit and loss and so if you have that kind of responsibility as opposed to some other staff kind of responsibility instead of a line function you may position yourself better so you need to think ahead of time map out what you're going to do and get there okay the second piece of advice is to manage up that is you need to manage your boss or actually not your boss the boss is whoever is going to make the hiring decision for you to be able to manage up so you need to manage that boss like be in front of them so that they can see what it is that you're doing the author says the majority of promotions particularly at the top of the organization are based on relationships identify those people in the organization who have the power to influence who gets chosen for a promotion then do your best to get on a project this person might be working on so that you have an opportunity to showcase your talent. This isn't like nepotism. This is just so that you have a chance to be visible. If you're not visible, you're not going to be noticed at all. You don't have a chance. So you want to make, make sure that you are somewhere where they, and so you're doing service to the company, but you're doing it in such a way that you're able to showcase your talents. And I think there's nothing wrong with that necessarily. This is above and beyond your actual duty. So you're going the extra mile for the organization. Okay, the next one I, I have some issues with. Shamelessly promote your accomplishments. Okay, it's the shamelessly promote it's, uh, that, that I have the issue with. But you do need to highlight what it is that you're doing. You don't want to be the best kept secret at work, right? So if you, some people feel weird about tooting their own horn. Um, so 
there's there's you know there's really a a balancing act here. You don't want to be a jerk about it. You don't want to be overly pushy. But uh, the author talks about making a list of your most significant accomplishments. Better than that, and this is what I do with my dean, who then you know makes this uh, well known. Right, every article I write, uh, not you know, I mean, major published article, one of those, okay, every published article I write, I, I just, you know, send them an email, hey, by the way, I also published this, and by the way, I also published that, just keeping you apprised. This isn't, I'm not trying to be promoted, I'm already a full tenured professor, I'm not worried about that, but I'm just keeping him apprised of what I'm doing along the way, and many people who don't get promoted haven't done that, and so legitimate things that would have made them look better for promotion are going by the wayside. So don't, don't do that. Make sure that you're aware, you keep your managers apprised of what it is that you've been doing. Highlight your capability. Um, but again, it's a balancing act. Don't go too far and become obnoxious with it. Okay, the next one's very important. Ask for what you want. Sometimes your manager might not even know that you're interested in that promotion. So, it, you know, <laughs> the author says this, Yes, of course, it's nice to be tapped on the shoulder and offered a promotion. However, if you wait around to be invited to the promotion club, you may be waiting for a very long time. And, you know, yeah, we we expect like it'll just come out of the blue and somebody will tap you on the shoulder and say, you, we've noticed you. Well, okay, that may be how it works, but it probably isn't just that. So your boss needs to know that you're interested. So... And, and your boss also needs to know if you're not interested in a particular promotion as well. I mean, he, he's trying to make decisions and figure out who should be fitting where. And so make sure that they're no, they know if you're interested. Make sure that you make it aware. Don't be obnoxious about it. And then do good work and be in front of people so they can see that. Um, rub shoulders with them. Help them on tasks, that kind of thing. But remember, just making them aware once isn't enough because they're busy. They forget. They have other things going on. You you're not their primary problem, but if you can help them, um, you know, by taking away their primary problems, you'll be you'll be noticed. Okay, let me get back to the article. So um, they said, step up when others step back. So yeah, when I what I just said about you know, make sure that you're helping them with their problems. There are problems that abound, and your bosses have more problems than they know what to do with. If you can become their big problem solver, guess what? You're going to be noticed. So, for example, people are, uh, you know, maybe doing their bare minimum to get by, or there's a big problem over here that nobody wants to touch because it's kryptonite. What if you solved it? What if you were the one that stepped up and stepped into that breach and solved that issue and took that off the boss's plate? I'm pretty sure the boss, now remember, we're not just talking about your direct manager. We're also talking about the boss who has promotion power to move you to whatever it is that you need, wherever you need to move. What if you took a big burden off their plate? They're going to notice you. So volunteer to take projects and you'll get noticed. And do it well. Do it with excellence. You can't just uh, halfway do these things. Well, you know, I have this other stuff to do. And, you know, if you do the minimum, you, you get the minimum. If you step into more, you get more. It, it works the same way with, with uh, leadership and mentoring. Like, if you are... Um, just trying to get by, that's a different relationship with the boss than if you're asking, like, look, I, I want to grow. Help me grow. What can I do? Show me. Give me extra projects. Give me extra work. Whatever it takes, I want to grow. Guess what? They will, they will help you grow. So, okay, do those things, and it'll, it'll make a world of difference. 
Then you also have to con convey, and they say it like this, convey executive presence. What I mean is um, you just need to look like the part in a, in a real sense. Like I can trust that this person is not going to fall apart when the pressure gets turned on. How do other people view you at work? Are you confident? Um, can you handle pressure? Do you speak well? Is your written um, your written correspondence is it is, is it full of errors or is it very clear? Uh, do you inspire your team? Those kind of things. You have to you have to sharpen those kinds of skills. And if you do, then we'll, the bosses will start seeing you as someone that is like them that can fit that part. And if you don't do that, then you're going to have a whole different problem set. So um, make sure that you convey this presence of, you know, hey, yeah, that's I, I can. You want the boss to be able to say, I can see them, you know, in a couple of years being one of us. Right. That's how you want to approach that. OK, then finally, look the part. Now, I'm wearing a suit and a tie right now, and I'm doing that for a reason. Um, if I showed up with a Batman T-shirt on, that is a very different presence. Now, if I'm at home and I'm shooting my podcast, um, that's fine. Right. But if I'm at work, I want to look the part. OK, so you dress for the part, not for the job that you have, but you dress for the job that you want to have. So, um, you know, make sure that you look the same way. Hey, look, I have nerdy sweater vests and I wear these sweater vests to class sometimes. That's fine. I'm a professor. I'm, I'm looking the part of a professor. When I was um, first teaching, I was teaching at this little classical Christian school in Chesapeake, Virginia, and uh, I broke out the sweater vests every parent teacher day. I got to like them over time. But I only wore them initially on parent-teacher day. Why? Because I wanted to look the part. No good comes out of not looking the part. Uh, it would it would um, cause the parents to feel relaxed because oh yeah he looks nerdy he maybe he knows what he's talking about. I'm not trying to trick. It's not jujitsu or anything. I'm just trying to look the part. You need to look the part for whatever job you're going to, not the job that you have. So the, the author says, if everyone's showing up in sweats, should you do the same? Um, not if you want to be perceived as the obvious choice for promotion. So that's words of advice. Look the part. Okay, so if you follow these pieces of advice and stay focused, it probably won't be long until you're promoted as well. I want to end this with the quotation for contemplation for today. And that is this. This is from King Solomon. You see someone skilled in their work. They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. And that's that's right. I mean, if you have the stuff, if you do it with excellence, you'll serve before kings, not before officials of low rank. In my graduate courses, I say um, to my students, if you pursue this graduate degree like you would a promotion at work, guess what? You will do just fine. I'm going to reverse that. If you pursue a promotion at work, like you would pursue the time and effort that you would put into a, a graduate degree, you'll do just fine. You'll get that promotion. And I know what I'm talking about. I help people with this all the time. Here's a shameless plug. If you want help with this, contact the Excellence and in Leadership Institute. I'll leave the link below and you can you know, find out how to get more help working down this path. All right. Hey, thank you for your time. I hope this helps you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow. Thank mm -hmm. you.